I am Jim Collison, and welcome to the Clifton Strengths Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be covering topics such as well-being, teamwork, professional development, and more. Now enjoy this episode. This episode was previously recorded on LinkedIn Live. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining today. My name is Brandon Mills, Talent Development Specialist here at Gallup. Today, I have the pleasure of hosting today's session on how to leverage your strengths early in your career. I'm joined with the highly talented Riley Wiley. Riley Wiley, thank you for joining us today. Hi, I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. As we're waiting for a few people to join in, feel free to throw your top five in the chat here and where you're located. I'd love to see where you guys are logging in from today. Um, I also want to pose the question out there. Um, this question being, what strength are you leaning into right now and how? Riley, I'd love to ask that question to you. What do you think? What strength are you leaning into right now and how? Yeah, I think um, just with this new season of, of fall coming up, there's a lot of excitement, kind of a lot of change, a lot of creating travel plans and getting ready for upcoming work projects. So I'm really leaning into my arranger. I have a ranger. It's my eighth strength. And I think the beauty of a ranger is I kind of love when I have a lot of plans and I have to fit in the puzzle of when are we going to do this or when are we going to like with travel plans? I'm like, when are we going to leave? How can I figure out like the perfect plan to make it to make it awesome. And then with work with a lot of projects coming up and, and new things releasing and launching, um, I just get really excited about where do they all fit in and and how can I be use my time in the best way. So I'm really leading into my arranger right now. Awesome. This is it's really, really interesting that you say arranger as well. I would even have to piggyback off of that with a lot of the projects that we got going on right now, too. I would say my arranger is really top of mind. Um, trying to just like organize some things. So yeah, I definitely have to, you know, copy you on that one there. Where is your um, ranger at? I would say my ranger is probably sitting at like around six or seven. Okay. Um, and with the ranger, you know, it's it's great to just organize things and get things situated there. Yeah, um, for gosh. those I was just going to say, for those who are just joining in, uh, feel free to throw your top five in the chat. I went ahead and asked Riley the question, what strength are you leaning into right now and how? Um, for those who don't know me as well, uh, my name is Brandon Mills, Talent Development Specialist here. Um, and here we are joined with Riley. Um, and feel free to throw in uh, any, any, any of uh, your location of where you guys are located at today as well. Um, Riley, but before we we go ahead and jump into today's session, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, what is your top five? What is your current role? What do you actually do here at Gallup? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Riley Wiley, which some of you might think that's a, a pretty silly name. I married into it. So that is not what my parents named me. Um, I always feel like I have to tell people that because it's just funny. Um, it's a great name. But my top five are woo, communication, adaptability, positivity, and developer. And then I also have empathy and harmony, activator, maximizer, arranger in my top 10. So I kind of like telling people the full picture too of, of who I am because sometimes my top five, I'm like, I, I swear I have, I have a couple of executing and um, executing and not as many strategic thinking. Um, but my role here at Gallup, I do marketing. So normally I'm actually behind the scenes doing what Jim Collison is doing right now, displaying the comments and planning out these LinkedIn lives and content. And I help with kind of all of our marketing for Clifton Strengths and our Gallup at Work Summit, which is just 
the best. I love it so much and I'm super grateful to be here at Gallup and get to use my strengths and be in kind of my my dream role. So and Riley, you do a fantastic job of everything that you do as well. I know we we partnered on a few projects when I first got to Gallup as well, and you're a fantastic partner. I just want to throw that out there. Thank you. Uh, Love working with you too. Also, I am a remote worker in Denver, Colorado. So I think I just saw someone from Colorado Springs. Um, so hello to everybody and shout out to people that also work remotely. Awesome. Awesome. So Riley, let's go, let's go ahead and dive into it just a little bit here. So, you know, I'd love to ask the question. So when thinking about your strengths, right, how have they really influenced your career choices in the role that you're in today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my strengths have influenced kind of my choices in general throughout my life. So um, growing up, my parents really parented me through a strengths-based lens. So I feel like I've kind of always known what I'm good at and they did a really good job of that strength spotting and seeing things that I was naturally interested in and kind of encouraging me and pushing me to get involved in those things because they knew I would be energized by it. And so mm-hmm. when I was in college, I got involved in a lot of in a lot of things, just getting to meet new people and interacting with people and building relationships, using my woo and communication and positivity in my developer. And and so that kind of really guided what major I chose in college. I, I love working with people. I love um, working with different groups of people and um, finding unique ways to work together. And so um, in college, I just realized that I was really interested in social media marketing um, and kind of getting to work with adults. I, I started out as an elementary education major and realized I, I was really energized by uh, working with, with older people and adults. And so Um, That kind of changed the trajectory of my career. And then I was really energized by marketing because it's constantly changing. So leaning into my adaptability there. I love that there's always something new coming out with with marketing and social media, and there's always something new to learn. And so I I don't want to be doing the same exact thing every day. And marketing just kind of ended up being the perfect role for me. Awesome. And I heard you talk about a little bit too, with you said you were a strength coach at, at University of Nebraska Lincoln. What what did that look like for you? Because, you know, some of the people who actually come into Gallup, it may be their first time seeing strengths, but you actually had this background in strengths already. So what did that really look like actually before you got here and then after you got here as well? Yeah, I was really, really lucky and had the privilege of being a student strengths coach at the University of Nebraska Lincoln, where they have the Clifton Strengths Institute. So every student in the College of Business takes the Clifton Strengths Assessment and then gets assigned a student strengths coach where you have two coaching sessions throughout the course of eight weeks. And so I absolutely loved getting to do that and coaching students on their strengths and having those many light bulb moments with them where they where they learn their strengths for the first time and realize, oh, that's a, a natural talent of mine that not not other people not many other people have. And so that's unique to them. And I think having that lens of meeting so many students and talking and having so many conversations with other people about their strengths gave me an appreciation for it, but also a learning. And so when I started at Gallup, I already had this knowledge and this language of strengths. And so when I'd get put on new projects or or meet new people, naturally my first question is, what are your top five and what are your strengths? And you know, how can I be a good, a good partner to you? And so that that really, really helped me early on in my in my career, especially at Gallup being a, a strengths-based organization. 
Awesome. Also, you know, it's great to see too that, you know, you also, you, you mentioned like you had this background in strengths as well and that your parents also raised you from, you know, this, this strength-based lens. Do you say that you think that had like an influence on a few of the things that you, you did once you got into college and once you got here as well? Yeah, for sure. I think um, my parents with the just having that strengths lens and strength spotting. A lot of our conversations around the dinner table were geared towards strengths. And when I said I was interested in something or they noticed I was naturally just good at something, they would encourage me more to get involved and to do that and really hone in on that instead of spreading myself thin doing all of these different activities and maybe things that I that I wasn't super good at. But then I also think they they challenged me to go outside of my comfort zone and push me to do things that maybe I, I wouldn't have done, but they knew that I would be a little bit more naturally good at them. Um, so yeah, that I'm really grateful for that. And that was super helpful for, yeah, just the trajectory of kind of my life and my career. I love that. I love that. You know, one, one of the things I, w- I wanted to see here as well is this, you know, what, what themes do you see yourself, you know, mostly leading with right now? What are the ones that you really kind of are just hon- honing in on um, as of right now in this moment? Yeah. So I have really high woo and adaptability. And I think those strengths are, I'm just always using them. I think every, every day I'm kind of always leaning into them because, in my in my role with marketing, things are always changing, and you have to be able to adapt to those changes um, to be effective at marketing. And so, I'm always learning new things and kind of always keeping that mindset open of of things will change, and we need to be able to adapt to them. And sometimes you need to be able to adapt to them quickly too to kind of stay on top of trends and make sure that you are staying relevant in the marketing world. So. I would say I use that strength a lot. And then I use my woo all the time. I, I I really value building relationships with people. I also love, I just love meeting new people. I love having conversations with new people. Um, other people in the chat and that are watching this that have woo can, can probably relate to this too. But when you're working on a new project with a group of people, you just really also want them to like you. You want them to enjoy working with you and feel like you're being a good partner to them, feel like you understand their needs. And, um, and I think I use that a lot when I'm, when I'm working with new groups of people, I just, I always want them to like me and I want them to enjoy working with me and think that working with me um, makes their lives easier. Absolutely. And, and it's really cool that you say that about Wu too. It's like, it's almost like this attraction when it comes to people with Wu. It's like every single time I meet someone with Wu, it's like, oh, I, I got to work with them. They're they're just mm. like fantastic. They have this great energy. What we love to them. hear. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> See, there's the Wu coming out right now. There's the Wu Yes, love to hear that. <laughs> and I love how you use that intentionally when you're talking about your work as well. You know, another thing would be, you know, I guess, what are some practical tips or, or ways that you can be intentional intentional about like using your strengths at work? How does that look like? Like, how can you help people understand on like what your strengths are and how they can use those strengths to better themselves when working with their peers or other people around them? Yeah, for sure. I think for me, what I learned um, leaning into my strengths is that you can never you can never get tired of visiting revisiting your reports and specifically your Clifton Strengths 34 report. I think sometimes when you view it one time, you're like, oh sweet, I 
you know, I learned all that I could learn, but you always need to keep revisiting that report and going back to it. And I think sometimes too, you don't want to get just so used to it. I think um, bringing other people in to have a different lens on your strengths really helps as well. So whether it's your spouse or partner or your best friend, asking them to look at your report too and give you insights into, oh, I really noticed this about you, or I, I've seen you doing this in this this many different ways. I think that helps you get a good realization for strength. So that's kind of um, a practical way. I also think just before you start your workday, think about, think about your strengths, think about the projects that you're working on, whether it's that week or over the next month, and think about how you can be more intentional about applying the strengths that you have and even leaning into some of those strengths that are a little bit farther down than just your top five. I think some of us can get used to just using our top five, but we also have that full profile and you know your dominant strengths go past your top five. And so I think what I've learned too is um, revisiting those because my like sixth and seventh, I sometimes see as my number one strength. I'm like, oh, I am really leaning into that strength right now or in this certain situation. So I would say um, always revisit those action items past your top five as well and be intentional about developing those strengths past your top five. Brandon, do you have any practical tips? You know, practical tips for myself, I would say, you know, and it's great. I actually had the chance to talk to Jim about this as well. Mm -hmm. When I think about it, I love to look at people who don't actually have those strengths uh, that that, that I have in my top 10. Um, And I love to lean on those people. Like, for example, I think I said this before, but people with Maximizer, I I, I just absolutely love people with Maximizer because I don't have (laughs) it. And it's pretty low for me. So whenever, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever I have projects that are, you know, top of mind and I feel like um, there's an opportunity for it to be better before I actually put it out there. I lean into those people with Maximizer or people who really high, who are really high in deliberative mm-hmm. um, because mm. my deliberative is, is 34 as well. So those people mm-hmm. really with, with, with those, those natural talents that I don't have, I love to lean into them and make sure that they can be my best partners and that we're really getting along with each other there. So. Um, yeah, I love that. And that, makes me think of too, I have, so since I have high adaptability, um, and this isn't obviously for everybody, but I have really low futuristic. So sometimes it's not as energizing for me in my role because I'm, I'm always, I always kind of have to be thinking about the future too, with certain campaigns and projects and timelines that are coming. And so I also like to lean on, on people with futuristic to help me put myself three months ahead of time or even a year ahead of time, because that just does not come natural for me. It's really sometimes hard for me. And my, my sister though is the opposite. So she has really high futuristic. And I think sometimes I, when I'm listening to her talk, she's always thinking about kind of 10 years into the future. And I'm like, how are you thinking about that right now? I'm, I'm thinking about today or tomorrow or this weekend, and um, so, yeah, it's it's also important to have those strong partnerships. And sometimes practically what that looks like is you meeting with someone or you're working on a project. And if you've all shared your your top five or your top 10 and just really digging into asking that person who has a strength, maybe that you don't have or is at the bottom of your 34, why don't you ask them how do they use their strengths and how you can um kind of lean into them to fill in that gap of you not being able to think as futuristically or 
maybe you don't you don't think in the past, but they do, and they come to the meeting with the context of this project, and um, so they can kind of help in that way. And I think practically too, that's a that's a good way to have stronger partnerships. Yeah, absolutely. And Riley, I, I love how you say that, you know, that's a better way for you to have partnerships when talking about your strengths. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd love to ask is, you know, since you work in a marketing department, do you think that there's any strengths that you wish that you had that were in your top 10 that you don't really have? Oh, that's pretty sure. much up there. A hundred percent. I I have quite a bit of strengths, strengths envy sometimes. I think in the marketing world too, you also have to be good with with timelines and staying on top of things. And I I think of people with discipline and focus and I do not have those. And I'm like, gosh, I wish sometimes I was a little bit more organized, um, which is also why I have really strong partners on our marketing team that are amazing at that. And I lean on them, but definitely discipline focus. And then I love people with strategic and ideation. I will join any meeting with somebody with those strengths because they always bring so many great ideas to the table. They're always thinking about the best route or path ways to do things. And so I I think of multiple people on our team that have those strengths that I just love even just adding them to meetings where we're strategizing and, and planning and um, kind of having that, that perfect group of people of, of people that, you know, come with the discipline and are organized, but then people that come in with, with that strategy lens, the futuristic, the ideation. Um, I love working with people with those strengths because they just complement mine really well. Absolutely. And, and Riley, thank you for sharing that. We we actually have a question here in the chat. Uh, one of the questions that we had here in the chat was, Riley, uh, how many times have you taken the test as you started <laughs> so young? That's a great question. So I took the... Um, what's it called? Strengths, Clifton Strengths Explorer when I was, I think in, I think I was in middle school. So I took it then. And then the last time I took the Clifton Strengths assessment, I was actually a senior in high school. So that was the last time I was about to go into college. That was the last time I took it. So I've actually only taken it twice. And you know, what's interesting is I just kept thinking, gosh, my strengths, I, I bet they've changed. Or <clears throat> I bet if I took it again, I would, I would have such different strengths. But then when I really look at my report and re-review it, I realized, not, no, these still really apply to me. I do think um, that's a mindset shift for me has been to focus more on my top 10 instead of my top five. Because, you know, kind of what we say too is your 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 top five, if you take it again, might, might switch around a little bit. So your fifth could drop into your sixth. But if you don't have your Clifton Strengths 34, you don't really understand and get that full picture. So for me, I just started to have a different mindset shift. Well, even though I took it quite a quite a bit ago now, um, not not super long ago, but um, I try to focus more on my on my top ten because I think just from some of the life life situations that I've gone through and um, in different ways that I've grown throughout college and after college, I I do think my top five will have shifted a little bit. So I I, I do go off of my top ten quite a bit. But that's a yeah super great super great question because I have known my strengths for a long time. Absolutely. If you guys do have any questions, feel free to throw them in the chat as well. Riley, I I, want to ask you, so you're talking about, you know, how long you've been, you know, involved with strengths and knowing what your talents are. I guess what's something that you wish you knew about your strengths that you didn't know five, five years ago? I think um, kind of going off of what I just said is, 
not putting your your strengths in this box and just thinking that you can't do certain things because you don't have those strengths. And I think really looking at your full profile and looking past your top five um, and kind of still giving yourself the confidence of you can have really strong, really strong partnerships and you can have certain strengths kind of fire off what you wish that kind of wish that you were better at um, and leaning on to just strong partners when you're working or if you're still in school or you're a student, there's always people that you can lean on to help you kind of get the job done on certain things. And I think for me, I, I, I really just only thought ever thought about my top five. And so I think I would just think more past that. And if you don't have, uh, if you don't have your full 34, that's okay too. Your top five are obviously still very, very insightful, but I think I just would have wished that I would have dove into them a little bit more and, um, and also just keep asking others questions about their strengths. Keep, um, always keep learning. I think for me, since maybe because I have known about it, um, cause I've known about it for so long, it's so natural to me that sometimes I don't take the time to really keep growing and developing in them. Um, so I think always having that, that lens and mindset of this is going to be a lifelong learning journey of your strengths. It's not, you learn it for one month and then um, you learn it for one month and then you don't, you don't really think about it again or you don't keep um, revisiting your report. So I think really having that mindset of this is a lifelong learning. I didn't just take this test and talk about it in one class and then I'm done. And we see so many people, so many people do that. And I think it's just sometimes because it feels like it's this check check box of I take strengths and then I'm, you know, I'm good. I know them, but do you yeah. really, really know them? Um, I think having that lens is super important. Absolutely. Taking, really taking a deeper dive into what those strengths really means and what those talents mean. Uh, we, we have a, a couple other questions down here as well. So from Tara, do you offer facilitated sessions like this for your teams who have taken the strengths assessment? This is great insight for folks that are on the news for, to our, who are new on the strengths journey. Yes, of course we do. Um, we have a lot of different learning options um, depending on what your unique situation is. So if you just head to kind of head to our website and go to our learning site, there's different sessions offered, whether it's um, a Gallup expert coming in and talking with your team and they'll facilitate like a day long um, strength session. It'll be kind of this introductory course to strength. So we do a lot of those. We have our, um, our Gallup certified coaches um, if you want coaching. Um, but yeah, we have, we have lots of different options if you head to kind of our Gallup, our Gallup website. And maybe Jim, you can add that, that link into the chat or to help out. But yes, of course we do. And we think that that's so, so important when teams learn their strengths is not just having them take it and then giving no, no back, backside info or, um, having teams talk about strengths together or getting your teammates to start really talking and owning that language of strengths. It's super important to have those team facilitated sessions. Absolutely. And it looks like we just threw that link here in the chat there. So please feel free to visit that website there. If you guys want to take a little bit of a deeper dive into what, what we have to offer there. We have another question here too from Aaron. How can you start using Clifton Strengths in the workplace? Riley, I know we kind of touched base on this a little bit, but do you want to just mm -hmm. like reiterate for a lot of our new people just joining on what this really looks like? Yeah, this is a, this is a super great question. There's a lot of, I think a lot of different ways we could 
answer this, but obviously the first is having people take it. And then the second is really getting that, that coaching and those conversations around strengths with teams so that um, teams can understand each other better. And so kind of what the question that was asked earlier is, are there facilitated sessions where we can dive deeper into this? I think that's super important to actually have it live out in your culture and not just have it be this one-time thing that we did and it's not really embedded in your culture at all. At all. So at Gallup, when we start, we take this intro to strengths discovery course and it's with all of the new people starting at Gallup, which Brandon helps lead and it's super, super awesome. And we get to talk about strengths and talk about our strengths and learn about our teammates' strengths and um, really learn the language of strengths with that. So in onboarding, it's really, really important. I think um, once you learn it in your onboarding and you have continue to have conversations with your manager about strengths is really how it actually gets embedded. So having your managers also know their strengths and know how to lead others is super, super important. Absolutely. And I think it, it also just creates a better culture as well, Riley, to your point, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, when I first was introduced, uh, introduced to strengths, it was one of those things that really just stood out to me and made me want to learn a little bit more about it and see how my peers actually use it as well. Yeah, uh, we also sure. have, a, we also have a couple these more are great questions, questions here. Yeah, these are amazing questions, everyone. One question, Riley, um, here is, how do you help peers who are skeptical about this tool or other personality tests to be more understanding of the gift that it offers? Whew. Yeah. People who are skeptical, I think, I think honestly, if they're skeptical, have them take it and yeah. show them their report. Because once they see their report, especially um, the our theme insight guide, so that report literally no one could have the same report as that because it's based on your unique set of top five. It's not a generic description of of those strengths. It's completely unique to you. And I think once people take it and get the results, we see a lot of people become strengths users and strengths fans once they do that because it's really hard to deny how accurate it is. And so I think that is like, one of the biggest things is just having people take it and get their report. I have bought strengths for a lot of my friends and, and honestly, or just encourage them to take it. And once they do, and yes, having that light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, this is totally me. And if at first they don't think it's them, ask them some probing questions, ask them um, to really read through it and then ask them, um, how they see this playing out or not. And once you start asking more probing questions, that's also when the light bulb goes off and they were like, and they realize, especially if you know this person and you can kind of say, well, I've seen you do this, or I've seen this play out in this way. That's such a good way um, for people to realize, oh, this person that knows me really well also agrees with these statements and then just gave me examples. How do you, how do you deny how, how accurate it is once someone is, is describing it to you and really, really reiterating how um, how much it aligns with with you and the descriptions of the strengths. So honestly, having them take it is probably the biggest way you can get people to not be skeptics. We also have a webpage called The Science of Clifton Strengths. We actually just updated it. So if you want to look at that, we have a bunch of research. We have 
people that have been doing research for years on this assessment and it is scientifically backed. So if they're more of like an analytical person um, and they just need to know the facts and their research, maybe they have context, I would send them that page because that, that also helps as well. Absolutely. Great answer there. I love, I love how you said it's, it's really unique to who you are as a person. So, you know, and looking at Holly's question, it's actually just a great segue into this question. What mindful activities uh, do, and this is towards me and Riley here, what mindful <laughs> activities do you do to incorporate your strengths into your daily slash weekly lives? Or how often do uh, you to key, key, key into diving into your strengths? Mm-hmm. Um, well, Holly, you know, I'll go ahead and, and, and answer this really quickly here. But I think ever since I got together, I think I use my strengths almost every single week. Like I always ask someone, especially when I'm here at Gallup, I kind of just look at people's name tags here um, on their door and I go, oh, this person has this. And it instantly just starts this conversation of how I can learn a little bit uh, more into their strengths, what talents that they use. Um, and really what that really looks like, right? Would, would you have anything else to dive into in, into that a little bit more? Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, it's definitely on you to be intentional about it because weeks can go by and you could have not really thought intentionally about your strengths. So kind of like I said in the beginning, if you have big projects coming up or you have a meeting that day or you're working with a new person, how can you think about your specific strengths and what you're going to kind of bring to the table in that project or in that meeting or in that conversation? Um, And so (laughs) um, thank you, Jim, for putting that in the chat. But yeah, I would just say you need to be intentional really about thinking about your strengths. And we have a lot of great podcasts, which sometimes I'll go on a morning walk and I'll listen to the Clifton Strengths podcast or our Theme Thursday podcast has very specific episodes about your strengths. And I've learned a lot of new things about my strengths because of those podcasts. So I think just kind of owning your learning journey with strengths um, is how you be intentional and really thinking about what you're bringing to the table, but also being intentional with what you're asking your teammates. Absolutely. Absolutely. And really to, to, to close out here, Riley, I'd love to just to just ask you this final question here, just really quick. What advice would you give someone who's new to strengths? Uh, yeah, I would say kind of like what we've been talking about, just keep, keep it as a mindset of a con- constant learning journey. Um, don't get tired of your strengths, but just keep learning, keep growing, keep being intentional with your partners. Um, one thing that I think I wish I would have known earlier is, is really, really being intentional about who you're working with, um, who you're friends with or your family, ask them about their strengths, have them take the assessment, which if you're friends with me, I, I always ask you to take the assessment. It's almost like a rite of passage with being friends with me so that I can be a better friend to you and grow a deeper relationship with you because of knowing your strengths. So I think just keep learning that strengths language and you'll be able to carry it with you for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Well, Riley, thank you so much for your time today. For all of our listeners out there, if you're interested in more of this content, check out our Clifton Strengths podcast um, on any of, the, any of the available apps. Feel free to check out uh, our YouTube channel as well. And if you aren't following our Clifton Strengths LinkedIn page, feel free to do that as well. With that being said, everyone, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Clifton Strengths podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. 
And if you're really enjoying this podcast, please leave a review. This helps us promote strengths globally.